Moshe Kibel Torah Misinai should be Yoshua Kibel Torah Mimosha. It's Kenim Kibel Torah Mimosha. Etc. We switch the Losh. Why? He said, begins with the Sifri, the Rashi brings. There's a very big difference between the Vu of Moshe Rabbeinu and the Vu of all the other Nevi. Paul Sigan Baloch, so says our Kresh Baruch, who was talking to. Mary Menara, Pel Pel Dabito, Myra Velobachidos. And when he's talking, he says, Imye Nviacha Bamare Lobisvat. Every other Novi, what is the difference between every other Novi and Moshe? Every other Novi, when it's Tamar Navua, could not function regularly. He sort of went into a sort of trance. And in that trance, he saw a vision. And, for instance, Yemiyahu begins, Mo'ata Roa, what do you see? Sir Nafuach, a boiling pot. Mo'ata Roa, Makal Shokade, a branch of an almond tree. And what's the, what's the message supposed to be? There's a vision and there's a message. And the Navi is given both if he's on the right Madrega in the world. Moshe Ben is different. The Torah is the words Gracious Barlow came as a Shemaya who dictated that to him word by word. These are the exact words of Akarish Baruch. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to converse with Akarish Baruch not through a vision but through words. Why? And there's another thing. Moshe Rabbeinu was able to receive Torah. Torah is only what we have from Moshe Rabbeinu. If you take a look at the first Posik in Yoshua, Yoshua Moshe Avdi Meis. What bothered Rashi there? But Yoshua didn't know Moshe Avdi Meis. <laughs> Big thing. He has to. Bro has to reveal this. Reveal this to. Um, um, to Yoshua, Moshe Avdi Meis. He says, no, 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 no. He says, Moshe was an Eber Hashem. Only person on the Madrig of Moshe Eber Hashem can be a recipient of Torah. Torah is complete now. There are no additions to Torah. Is there, is there a safe for Yoshua over there, possibly?
But when Yoshua had him said all the words that Yoshua tells him, and then everything was revealed to Mo, was was revealed to Yoshua in a Maranavua. A Maranavua by its very nature and to all the other Nevi'im is always a Moshal. That's why the words in the Nevi'im are written in the Russian Moshal. Mashen Torah is not called Mashen Zedvarsh. It's a very direct, clear communication. Torah is not a Moshal. Ramam does say, and that's an important idea in the Rambam, Rambam does say, is language there's language as it is literal language there's poetic language poetic language is different poetic language means I use words with an expanded sense of meaning for instance if I'll talk about something I'll say well the heart of the matter is wait a second is there a beating heart thing when I say the heart of the matter is But just as, and the Ramad uses Lave as an example, just as the heart is a very central part of the human being, sometimes we use the word heart to mean the central idea and the central concept. But that's the way language is used. So Moshe Rabbein in Torah, sometimes <coughs> use of words are done in a poetic way, but everything is literally true. Some people ask, well, doesn't the Rambam say that the story of Abramavim of seeing three angels was in Amar Nebula? <coughs> yeah, it's an, exa- <coughs> it's an exact statement of what that Amar Nebula was. It's describing Amar Nebula of Abramavim. So it's not that it, 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 it's, it's a marshal, it's describing the Amar Nebula. Why? Because according to the Rambam, you see a Malach. There's no such thing except an Amar There's no contact between our world and the world of Malach at all. So if Avram Avinu saw a Malach, it had to be within a Amar But that Amar actually happened. There's a record of his Amar It's not a Moshe Bial. Moshe Abin Torah is very precise and very exact. It's given directly to Moshe, who could be the clay kibble of Torah, because he had a very, he had absolute clarity. And Torah needed that clarity. That's something that the first person who had Torah should have absolute clarity, so he have absolute control. He gave over to Yeshua what Yeshua was able to accept. And Yeshua gave over to the Skenim what they were able to accept. Skenim and Avim. And Avim to and But that is the way Torah is given over. We know we're imperfect human beings. Moshe Rabbeinu had no ego. And if he had absolute class, he could be the total kibble of HaKadosh Baruch and he could accept Torah in the way he could accept Torah. Mashiach came. Other Nevi'im can't do that and that's the reason we do our best for Emes <coughs> but it's only our feeble attempt.
Workshop for Tish above the United States. Take Workshop and let's send Workshop. So he goes to the bookcase, takes out the safe, puts it on the table, opens it up, takes another, the whole library is on his table. And then he looks and going through it, and after 10 minutes, it doesn't make a difference. After this woman left, Midnight Maya said, first of all, what's wrong were you looking at? <laughs> um, second of all, why were you looking at this one? <laughs> what did it say this one? He said, this woman came to me because she thought it's a real Shaila. Otherwise, she wouldn't have come to me. He said, it's a real Shaila. If I would have just said, eh, it makes no difference, she would have thought, when a, a real Shaila comes up, just pass it off the top of your makes no difference. I want her to say, if you think it's a real child, I'm going to take it seriously, and I'm going to look in the and I'm going to check it out. <laughs> That's a person of deep insight into people. Nesunim <laughs> Bedin means a person passing as a Shaila or makes any decision as a Vodasakarish Barza. Think it through. Think it through because think what are the consequences. Says, The has three pituim. Not to learn. He made a if he manages to fight the Yetzir that he learns. Learning is an interesting intellectual experience to learn without your And Bay and Gimel, he describes an earlier place. This we have to see. Yeres Hashem Yeres Hashem is like the silo in which you put all your terror. But let's say a person spends his time just building silos. They're empty. He's not filling them up with something. That's a person. He has empty silos. Right here, Mr. Din. Be careful when you set yourself up to make sure that you learn a lot of Torah with your Talmudim to fill up the silos and make sure you have your Shemite. When is a person most in Bedin? If he realizes he's sitting in front of a Kaddish Baruch. If, when I would sit down to the Pshat and Tulsus, I want to understand the Rian Rabbeinu Tam, 
Good, nice intellectual game. It's not terrible, it's nothing. <coughs> Even when you sit down to understand that we and Rabbi Anatom, you feel this is I have to take it seriously and think it through clearly. So that is your most important thing. Why? Because they challenge you. You go from them. And you don't fool yourself. They, they'll persecute you until you come through with the Emmas of Torah. That is number one. Medunim bedin zdakam and adak. And Hamidu Talmud Hamidu Marab. Why? Every one of us has to worry about two things. A, our own Madrigan roughness. To make sure the Torah is strong and Torah splends to Christ. Someone who's, de- who's motivated by that. That Torah is not forgotten from Christ. And make as many Tamilim as possible. This is when Rav Shem Ben Yochai was arguing with Rav Yishmara. What is going to be? You know, is a person everyone mechayiv to learn Torah? What's that mechayiv to school? That means it's the obligation of every Jew to do the maximum you can to guarantee the nitzchus of Torah. On the one hand, is a puzzle. It'll always be here. So why do I have to worry about the continuity of Torah? Why do I have to guarantee that? The question is... How is it going to? How is Torah going to be guaranteed with its continuity? Is it in a minimal way, or a small handful of people, or it'll be a massive way? And Hamidu told Maharbi, "Say, do what you can do to guarantee that Torah continues." You sure it's quite possible? What does it mean to say? And who's it talking to? That's what Mishmeris and Mishmarti. Chazal made all sorts of exabers to make sure that you didn't stay far away. That which you must do. As we show the Torah, it applies to every one of us. 
everyone else has to look at a specific situation and see what am I going to do to guarantee myself and my massive that I keep myself strong by Yerushimayim, by Dictu, Mrs. Lane, and that And come up with certain things that help guarantee that. I was Wednesday, Wednesday night in Miami, I had a Talmud of mine. He sat in London Cove for 15 years. Put out a really very fine, wonderful safe. Said he wanted to go into Chinuch, teach first and second grade. That's the love of his life. He's doing it in Miami, so I asked him. It's fine, I have he, This is his, he teaches Hasholosh Chumash, everything in first and second grade. So I asked him, Torah Mateila. <laughs> Are you learning Torah too? You're teaching both sides of the day. So we came to the conclusion, he comes home, he's tired, he has to prepare, he has to make a shiok. Shiok means you, in your life situation, have to know, set up certain goals, set up certain things that become your shmira, to make sure that you don't fool yourself and you keep on your own magic. And that's up, that's up to each individual to do. It's not Hazal made one type of dakhana. We make our own dakhanas. Sometimes Klai Yisrael do it with a minik. With a minik of all Ashkenazic Jews not to eat kidneys. Why? People getting confused. They were packaged together, etc. They were cobbling themselves. As a community, no kidneys. That, that's something that Tzibu decide on. You know, sometimes a Yochan can decide. For instance, a Tzibu, there's a minik in Lithuania not to wear gloves and shoppers. Why? Because when you're walking down the street in Shabbos and you meet someone, you're going to take your glove off to say, Shalom Aleichem. <coughs> used to be a time that people were polite. <laughs> and, and you may walk with it. So the Sibos will come together, not This is sometimes on a national basis. Sometimes a human being has to know himself. up to each individual, knowing himself, being really honest with himself, establishing certain good doran where he thinks he may need. Other Talmud, who's a very successful businessman, he went into business and began to realize very quickly that a lot of the other fun people in, in his business community were, because today the business community is totally mixed men and women and the women do not always act in the most proper ways especially if they would need favors from the um, from a certain man and they end up throwing themselves at them so he made it get it he says a certain person said he gave him a whole head to, to shaking hands with women when they do business. He said, no, I don't trust myself. The moment I shake hands, it's just that and the other thing, who knows how far it's gonna go. So, 
A man who runs a multi, multi-million dollar business. So you may to get it. I know myself, I know the world out there, I know the preachers and the smooths in the business world. No shaking this. Zero contact. I don't care if someone gives that. I'm not sure. There's that, but let's assume there would be that. What does ACCL got to mean? That's another situation. You know your situation, understand the whole social situation. And what do you do? And you have to come in with what are you going to do to make sure that you don't get pulled in the situation. Now once when I was a mathematician, I was in Graduate Center City University of New York and it was a big mathematical conference up in Cornell in Ithaca, New York, and all the good doorway all in the going. And everyone in the math department where I was, oh, we're going to see you up there, we're going to see you up there. I can understand that they're talking, even the secretary's going to buy you, but the secretary's doing that. So I, so I and a fellow mathematician, we drove up from New York. And I walk in the Wednesday afternoon, and I immediately realized, full of alcohol and snows. I looked, I said, okay, I'm not supposed for me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I say, the lectures tomorrow, and the this, and who knows what I, <laughs> picked up, turned around, and walked out. <laughs> Everyone can justify a lot of things they do. As you said, the Torah means, besides the Takonis of Chazal, everyone has to understand, both as a community and as an individual, Makabal certain Syogim, to make sure you don't go certain bounds. And those are you enter a business world someday, professional world someday. Also, going to be nisyonos. What are you going to do to make sure that you keep Torah in your mind all day? And that is, I know I had a certain Talmud. I didn't know why he always had a wedding band. As his kids were became very yeshivish, they were embarrassed. The father wore a wedding band. So they made him take it off. He explained to them, but you don't understand. If I, he was a senior partner in a very large law firm. He said, for me, that wedding band was a shmira. Why? Because Kozman, I had that wedding band on. He said, all the women, either the lower end, the secretaries, etc., who were trying for promotions, no, stay away from me. <laughs> The moment I took that off, he said that all these women were falling all to- on top of me. For him, that was his yog. Everyone, everyone has a different yog, everyone. But everyone has to understand that we, we live in a world and it changes from time to time. And as it changes, making yogim on an individual basis, on a community basis, and the way we guarantee that we don't get pulled into things that we regret much later. That is as we so good. Okay. We'll stop here.